Hello and welcome back to Wisdom Speaks. Today the Lord is going to be speaking to us about his discipline from the book of Hebrews chapter 12. So go on this journey into the mind of Christ and the heart of God on what his discipline for us looks like and what his rewards for us being willing to be disciplined by him looks like. Father, we just love you. We just thank you for this time within the body of Christ for revealing to us that we have been faithful in the wilderness and we are well on our way out and into the promised land. I just thank you for the revelation of your discipline and the profound revelation of that that we're taking into the promised land with us so that as you process us, we may process other people. All for your glory, Father. May no hindrances by any demonic forces stop those who are meant to hear this from hearing it. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare everyone who is supposed to listen to this and be transformed by the words that are spoken in God's holy word will reach and be transformed in Jesus' mighty name. Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. After all, you have not yet given your lives in your struggle against sin. And have you forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children? He said, My child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who was never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and are not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us, so that we might share in his holiness. 
No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. So take a new grip with your tired hands and strengthen your weak knees. Mark out a straight path for your feet so that those who are weak and lame will not fall but become strong. Work at living in peace with everyone and work at living a holy life for those who are not holy will not see the Lord without it. Look after each other so that none of you fails to receive the grace of God. Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. Make sure that no one is immoral or godless like Esau, who traded his birthright as the firstborn son for a single meal. You know that afterward, when he wanted his father's blessing, he was rejected. It was too late for repentance, even though he begged with bitter tears. You have not come to a physical mountain, to a place of flaming fire, darkness, gloom, and whirlwind, as the Israelites did at Mount Sinai. But they heard an awesome trumpet blast and a voice so terrible that they begged God to stop speaking. They staggered back under God's command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. Moses himself was so frightened at the sight that he said, I am terrified and trembling. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. You have come to the assembly of God's firstborn children, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God himself, who is the judge over all things. You have come to the spirits of the righteous ones in heaven, who have now been made perfect. You have come to Jesus, the one who mediates the new covenant between God and people, and to the sprinkled blood which speaks of forgiveness instead of crying out for vengeance like the blood of Abel. Be careful that you do not refuse to listen to the one who is speaking. For if the people of Israel did not escape when they refused to listen to Moses, the earthly messenger, we will certainly not escape if we reject the one who speaks to us from heaven. When God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice shook the earth, but now he makes another promise. Once again, I will not shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. This means that all creation will be shaken and removed so that only the unshakable things will remain. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. For our God is a devouring fire. Thank you, Abba, for this word. Someone will hear it and hear your voice. 
May that soul ask Jesus into their hearts. Thanking him for living, dying, and rising in their place as them and of course for them. Realizing that they need a savior and that they have fallen short of your glorious standard of perfection. And by faith, not of their own works lest they boast, they receive the salvation that belongs to those who simply surrender and say, Jesus, I do. Today you have become his bride. Today you have become his son, the son of God, or rather a son. <laughs> Today you have been redeemed. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. And Jesus loves you so much more. Until next time.